Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 528. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, coming to you live from Merritt, British Columbia. Uh, yes, BC Lions territory. Hey, Al, what have I got to rant about today? Okay, everybody, and I mean everybody, I don't mean everybody, I mean a lot of people are always running off on the mouth about trying to move the season up further, okay? Trying to move it, start it earlier so that they can have the Grey Cup at Thanksgiving or something stupid like that in October, okay? Now, this is exactly why we can't do this. We're starting football. Training camp starts early this year again, May 5th or May 8th or something like that. So literally we're talking about two weeks away or less. And we just started the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hockey is the number one thing that anybody is talking about right now. And you know what? Great game tonight. Burris absolutely dominated the Panthers, and yet Florida wins it in overtime. How does that happen? How the fuck does something like that happen? Bruins should have eliminated them tonight. They didn't. Yes, I'm a Bruins fan. Okay, now beside the point. So, you know, this is an important time of the year for hockey fans, and hockey fans are really big in Canada. Okay, hockey is a dominant sport in Canada. So when you get to the end of the season, everybody's paying attention to that. So how can we pay attention to hockey or football when hockey is still going on? I, I personally am not a hockey fan, so I don't really give a shit. And there are other people like that, like Will. But I know Charles is a big hockey fan, and it, Canucks aren't in the postseason right now, so that's you know a plus for him. But still, he's going to follow the hockey that's going on. Um, but we can't, we cannot stop move the CFL season further. It'll run into like the hockey playoffs. It runs into curling. Look at this. Curling is so important right now that Rudy is not on the podcast tonight because he's made it to the semifinals in his Bonspiel or whatever the fuck that's called. Dumbass curling. Typical prairie thing, man. Curling is not important anywhere except for on the prairies, okay? Anyhow, but that's beside the point. I guess that's because they got nothing else to do. But, okay, so Rudy's not on the show tonight because he's curling. And it's an important time of the year because it's like the playoffs sort of thing or whatever it's called, okay? So how can we start the CFL season any sooner when you got hockey and curling, okay? Like two of the biggest winter sports in Canada are happening right now into the playoffs, and it, morons want to start the CFL season sooner. Makes no sense to me at all. Absolutely zero sense. And you know. So I don't really, I, I don't understand why we would do that. Personally, I don't think we should start the CFL season until like way into summer, almost Labor Day-like, and, and kind of carry on and then play football in December and January and have the uh, Grey Cup very similar fashion to the uh, uh, Super Bowl and or the NCAA 
championship games like that. That's all New Year's Day sort of, all the bowl games and stuff like that. Somewhere in that area, right? Somewhere in the beginning of January. Yeah, finish up football weekend. And then we're playing cold weather football for most of the season, and that's great. Too bad for those people who don't have a roof on their stadiums, but fuck, who cares, man? You're a football fan, you're a football fan. Suck it up, sunshine. Okay, I'm going to open up the phone boards right now and talk to our two buddies. Uh, Charles, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? No, I am not curling. I haven't curled since I was about 11. Yeah. Well, you could pick up the rocks back in there. They're pretty heavy fuckers, aren't they? Yeah, well, they had, they had like, rocks for kids, for, like, the kids that were smaller and, and oh, lighter, okay. but whatever. I've been curling for, like, two for years, and then I'm like, you know what, this smaller. is boring. I don't want to do this anymore. I understand. It's like shuffleboard it's on ice. It's actually, I think, more exciting to watch. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I, can, I, I can do understand watch that. curling during the Olympics. Yeah. During the Olympics, so I, I follow the Canadian curling team because it's very exciting. It's very strategic. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. At the Olympics, you're watching, like, the highest caliber you can watch. So any sport you can watch where you're watching the highest caliber is going to be interesting. Even freaking yeah, tennis is. can be. Actually, I saw something new. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. No, tennis can't be good at any time. The only time that I ever watched tennis was when John McEnroe played tennis because he was fun to watch. That was good, yeah. Yeah, he he, he I didn't he watch, you didn't watch McEnroe anything. for the tennis. You watched him to see him yell at people. Yes, yes, of course. That's why most people the, wanted the to watch umpires tennis. and judges and, and the ball boy and everybody else. Total disrespect or disdain more than anything. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things I've noticed lately on TikTok, because I've been just kind of on there, I'm just learning how to make it work, and uh, I don't know how to make it work. It just seems like there's a lot of girls with really big boobs that come up on my, my feed. I don't know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, they do have this new thing on MMA, uh, UFC. It's, it's like mm-hmm. lingerie wrestling. Have you, you seen this? Lingerie fighting? I have not seen it, no. And these women are in their underwear. It, it's very, very sexy. It's not like the Ronda Russo type of fight. And it, this is, well, they, they kind of fight like that, but they're not wearing anything. It's pretty cool. Oh, I have not seen that. I'll send that. you a link next time I find that. one. Yeah, I'll have to try and find that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, William, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Is this not a, this is this not a children-friendly show? You can't talk about naked women in the UFC ring, okay? Come on, jeez. Anyways... You know, hang on, hang on, hang on. The, the, the Facebook group is a family-oriented thing. My podcast, I, I say what I want. Okay, fine. Yeah, you, anyone who's listening to that, I think has figured that out. Podcast. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. I hope so, anyhow. Let's talk, let's talk, about, let's talk about curling for a minute. I, uh, Why? I, curled in high, I curled in high school just because there was a cute girl on one of the teams that I wanted to meet. So I curled for three years in high school. Yeah. So. But but it was really, 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 really a waste of my time. Really? Um, yeah, really. Oh, really. so you didn't get laid. Is that what you're telling us? Um, I didn't say that. Um, didn't deny it either. So yeah. like if, it was a wa- just, if it was a waste of your time... That says a lot. 
the curling part was a waste of my time. Anyways, um, okay. I just, you know, I, I just, I, I guess some people have priorities in life. So, um, and just so you know, um, I was just finishing watching the Bruins Panthers game, and you said the Bruins dominate. As a matter of fact, in regular time, with nine minutes and twenty-two seconds to go. The Bruins had outshot Florida forty to eighteen. Okay, I so know that says a lot. That says a lot. But it, they still it, won. So what is Florida won because of their goalie. Yes, they did. He stood on his head. He, he stopped the puck with his ear. He it wedged was, it between uh, his ear and his shoulder pad. Yeah, quite impressive. Quite impressive. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it, my, my question is, and I, I, I haven't followed hockey in a long time. If, uh, and this this would be cool. This would be a good idea, in my opinion. This would be a good idea. So if you eliminate a team like Boston now eliminates Florida Panthers, they should yeah. be allowed to take slaves. They should be able to take any any hockey player on that team that they want, so that they can continue on. Is that an interesting concept? I just sure. came up with that. That's that's brilliant. Um, interesting is the key no? there. Um, yeah, it has wouldn't that be cool? It has its merits. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if you think back to the old days, the few times the Calgary Flames eliminated the Edmonton Oilers. What if Calgary hadn't taken Wayne Gretzky as a slave? Man, would that have changed the complexion of hockey? No kidding. Amazing. I know. Amazing. If, if you if you beat a, eliminated a team, you should be able to take slaves. Right. As CJ said, he says anything he wants on his podcast. Just if in case you yeah, he does. You can ex- most hockey yeah. people would be saying, what kind of a fucking idiot is that guy? But that's okay. We all love CJ, so we don't have that opinion. Okay, because this is a football show. But isn't that an interesting concept? Absolutely it is. Think about it for a second. Absolutely. You know, imagine Calgary eliminating Edmonton from the playoffs, and then they take Grant Fuhrer as their their role funder. Or Mark Messier. Or, or Wayne Gretzky. Gary Curry. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's some merit to this one. I, 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 I got to yeah, send this absolutely. one off to Gary Batman. You know, or for that matter, Calgary eliminates Edmonton and they take Connor McDavid and and – Daryl Sutter turns him into a non-scoring machine like he does so well with so many other players. That would be interesting. I think you should be able to expand your roster by like five guys or something, and you can just take and pick from the teams that you destroy or eliminate and just, okay, and then you go along and then you punt one out and bring a new one in if you got, you know, you get somebody better. I don't know. It's, it, it, it has it, some merit. It's an interesting concept. Absolutely it is. I don't think it'll ever go anywhere, but it's an interesting concept. 
I'm just thinking we can't really we could do that with football. But there's only like one game, and then you just yeah, and, and yeah, football's yeah, so much harder because you, you have to really know each other. Yeah, not yeah. like hockey; you can just throw somebody in there. That's true too. Once no. again, that's why I've I, I don't said think, I don't think it would football, work for football. Football is the most difficult team sport on the face of the earth because mm-hmm. you can't just interchange yeah. guys like that. So, there you go. Anyways, should we talk about football? That's bad enough when you plug in, when you get an injury and you have to bring in your second stringer, and, and he hasn't played with the guys, and yet he knows all the plays and has been practicing all season with them, and he still doesn't yeah. have to get, you know, the timing right. I agree. But hockey, you know, it, seriously, are, they're actually designed plays in hockey. I mean, come on. They just go up there and throw the puck around. Well, let me throw something out there right off the top without going to the agenda, and I'm sure it's not on the agenda. I heard something this week that was quite interesting. I think it was this week or last week. I can't remember what show I was listening to, but they were talking about they figured by the middle of the season. Are you ready for this? I am. Dane Evans would be replacing, uh, what's his name as the starting quarterback? In Vernon the- Adams. Vernon, Vernon Adams, thank you. Vernon Adams. Yes. That's an interesting concept. It's possible, sure. It all depends on how That's- Vernon Adams plays, but I don't think it's likely. I mean, i I got to see him play before, Vernon Adams play before I'm going to I mean, go if that you, far. If you, if, you, if you think about it, I mean, he did – come in for Jeremiah, Jeremiah Mazzoli in those two seasons where they went to the Grey Cup. And he did well in the second half of the season, except for winning the Grey Cup. Until he got to the Grey Cup. Right. And then and then when he became the full-time starter, he was the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he just couldn't get it done. Maybe He's a classic he example of a quarterback right. that's I was just going to say, yeah. he's a classic example of a quarterback that's better coming off the bench. Right. But I, I still believe to this day and age, and don't get me wrong, I like BC's choice of quarterback, Vernon Adams. But I think Vernon Adams has never, ever lived up to his potential. I don't I think, think he's ever fair. been on a team that's been giving him the ability to live up to his potential. I think that's well, also in fair. Well, in 2019, that Montreal team was not bad. And he did have one of his best seasons ever. Right. And, and then he got, and then he got a, hurt. It was a not bad – Montreal was a not bad team in the Eastern Division. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the thing. It's, it's hard yeah. to really judge how good that team was playing in such a terrible division. True. Okay. So I I want I I don't know. I, I can't tell you what Vernon Adams is going to do. I don't have a crystal ball or a Ouija board or whatever else. But I honestly believe that that boy has not yet reached his potential in the CFL because of where he's been playing. And I'm and not I saying also, that BC is an all-star team, 
but I do believe that they're better than any team that the Eastern Division has had in the last decade. But so I also I think that this is the, this is where Vernon Adams has to shine. He has to come out and shine, and if he does, then he can be considered a decent quarterback in this league. This is his opportunity. It right now it's his to lose. He has to come out and kick ass. I, I'm thinking though this is probably it's the my, first team. This is probably the first team he's been on in his career, with the exception of after the after COVID, where he is considered the starter. The starter. Has he, yes. ever, been, has he ever been on another team where he was considered the starter right from the get-go? Not really, no. Uh, no. Well, yes, yes, yes. He was the starter when um, uh, uh, Kahari Jones was the coach of Montreal. Yeah, but he became the starter that season. And then and then the next season was COVID, and then, and then the new season was Danny Machocha, and he only lasted three games because Danny Machocha didn't want him to be the starter. Yes. So... But I yeah, mean, interesting. I, I don't have a problem with what Vernon Adams did in BC last year. He went four and two, coming off the boat, not knowing the playbook, not knowing the team, not knowing the receivers, not knowing anything about it. Came in and went four and two for the back end of the season. I don't have a problem with that. That's at Me all. Me neither. Now, if he gets to go through a training camp and he gets to, you know, he's been studying the playbook, he's been watching film. He's been talking with his receivers. He's talking with his own line. He's doing all of that. He's coming out of training camp solid. This is where he should actually become, I, I don't want to use the word elite, but I, I'm going to say a major league quarterback. If he cannot perform under these circumstances, I have no problems putting Gain Evans in. But I honestly believe right now it's Vernon Adams to lose, and he is the man. And I think he's going to go come out and get her done. Yeah. Because this I has believe been his this... only opportunity since he's been in the league. Yeah. And I think this is by far the best um, receiving core he's ever had, without question. Oh, w- without question. I would agree with that 100%. Probably the yeah, best line was. he's had, too. It might be. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we don't have we don't have a running back. That's my concern. I'm concerned about Dime that. Dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. Yeah. Dime a dozen. True, and we signed a couple couple high end or um, uh, high profile uh, American college guys. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see if one of them emerges Dime in the training camp. Needs to happen. Okay. Speaking so, of that, uh, let's go. Uh, uh, let's, uh, I just I just looked it up too. Speaking of that, when we do our show, not next week, but the week after, two weeks from today, it will be the first day of training camp. Oh, so it's exactly two weeks today. Yeah. Well, 
because rookie camps open on May the 12th, which is two weeks from today. And then the full camp starts, I think, three days later or four days later or something. But oh, it'll be is the it first that late? I thought camp. it was the fifth or, or eighth or something. I thought so too, okay. but I just looked it up, and it's actually the twelfth. Okay. Unless, so two unless weeks from today, we year. start rookie camp. Okay. We have been talking football, but let's jump into this agenda. Um, Sam Peters left out of the arena conversation in Calgary. So what's going on here? Uh, well, they shouldn't be anything to do with an arena conversation. They should be in the stadium conversation. But um, well, so there was a big infrastructure announcement in Calgary, and uh, what was it? What happened? Uh, Will, update us on what's going on in the Cowtown. They announced a big stadium, or sorry, a big arena a big entertainment center, over a billion dollars or some crazy fucking thing like that. In my mind, it's uh, it's uh, guys looking for votes right now for the provincial election. So, Right, and, and I understand I, I, that. And, and the, the, the discussion that we had was that the, a conservative government usually doesn't spend money on, on frivolously on things like this, but they did. Yeah. Well, I just and and I'm not like I'm not like everybody else, okay? I have a problem with this, okay? I really do. Spending money like that on an entertainment facility and I know it brings millions if not billions of dollars into your city. Okay? Yeah. But it's also costing people, it's costing taxpayers money. And for, you know, people who aren't sports fans, I don't think they understand it at all. Um, but it's good for the city, okay? So, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. I, I always bring up this, okay. I always bring so- up this, I always bring this subject up with my, with my ex-boss at work who still owns the building we're in. And I always say to him when these things happen, I said, so how much money did the government give you when you were building this building? And he just laughs at me, walks away. Okay? So I, I just have problems with private for use buildings and the government government funds them. That's all. Yeah. Well, I don't disagree. $1.2 billion is what this is going to cost at this point in time. $537 million coming from the city. $330 million coming from the province. And uh, CSEC picks up the remaining $356,000. Okay, so C- the actual CSEC is the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corp. What's that? The actual team itself that will be using the building pays the least amount out of any of the three parties involved. No. Th- yes. No, the province does. Oh, okay. How much does the province okay. pay? The province is three thirty, and the the entertainment company is three sixty. So they're okay. paying about I'm thirty in, million paid. more. Okay. But. 
But this is the company that owns the Flames, and this is the company that owns the Stampeders. And there is Correct. nothing in this entire project that has anything to do with the Stampeders. Is that correct? That is correct. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that there was talk that there was going to be a, a training facility and, and offices and stuff like that for the Stampeders, but it doesn't appear that way. I so believe the first, the first that I heard about this were, were wrong. The original proposal, because they've been making proposals like this for years now, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there was one a few years ago, I think it was called Calgary Now or something like that was a big thing, and I believe at the time it included a new stadium for the Stampeders, and that apparently has been taken out. Calgary Next. That's what it was called, yes. Calgary Next. Yeah, well... You know, you wait and see. They're going to probably renovate McMahon Stadium. That's like putting lipstick on a pig. But that's beside the point. Okay, I, I have because of because of the business I'm in. Me and my boss have often walked around McMahon Stadium when we've gone to football games and said, "Because my boss is a full-fledged architect, okay, and he designs these for a living." We actually look at this to see. What can we actually do with this thing? And fuck, there's not a lot you can do with this thing, okay? <laughs> You'd probably be better off ripping it down and starting over again. It would all be cosmetics. It wouldn't be anything substantial. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. What? So, renovating McMahon? Yeah. Yes. Why? What do you mean, why? Why would you renovate that building? Well, that's my point. We've just thought about yeah. what we could do. Because, you know, I mean, but sometimes the renovations would be more than a new building. And in this case, I think that's perfect. But on the other hand, you know what? Here's an interesting thing. Talking about this arena they're going to build in Calgary, maybe. I Last weekend, you guys knew I was in Edmonton and I was at a meeting. And I was sitting next to a guy who was an Edmonton Oilers fan, and he had tickets to the Oilers. He's had tickets to the Oilers for the last 30 years. And he decided this year he wasn't going to buy tickets. And he had really good seats, and he said the regular season cost him $30,000 a seat. Jesus. And... And if the Oilers made a deep, deep, deep run into the playoffs, he said it was going to cost him another $30,000 for tickets for the playoffs. When you're talking that kind of money for hockey, and I, I don't get me wrong, I like hockey. I don't go out of my way to watch it, but I have watched it more in the last couple of years than I have for a long time. I, once again, CFL, man, best fucking bang for your buck every single day. Agreed. And all day. And all day. Yeah. By far and away, man. Yeah. By far and away. Well, there, there's so. a difference. The CFL has nine home games, and, yes. and hockey has 41. Yes, that's correct. Okay. 
But it was but if you take nice to me. if you take thirty thousand and divide it by four, okay? Yep. In no world are you going to spend seven thousand dollars for CFL tickets for a season. No, you can get not. twenty and probably not spend that much. You, yeah. You can't do it. No, you can't. So per game, price per game, the CFL is the best deal out there. Without, oh, I agree. Away. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about lacrosse or soccer or any of those other pitiful fucking sports. But you know, the big, big three, big four type of sports: basketball, hockey, uh, football, uh, baseball, whatever. Without question, CFL is the best deal. Yep. Okay. Did I get did I get the mutant time or did I sneeze into the mic? No, you got the mute. I didn't. I didn't hear you sneeze. Oh, okay, I got the mutant time. Okay, good. <laughs> it did. It, it didn't show me the graphic working yet, but I'm glad that that worked. Okay, so there's nothing that's going to happen for the Stampeders. The uh, the chief guy for the Stampeders, what what's his name here? He had uh, Jay McNeil. Uh, yes. Basically says we have the Fenway Park of the CFL. We have. We have to change the narrative. McMahon Stadium is our home, and it's not going to change anytime soon. So well, that's the did, bottom they, line on this they, one. They did. They did announce a, a bit of a renovation today. They've decided to get okay. uh, the rabbit. They've decided to get the rabbit his own custom-made jersey. Ah. All right. And if they can, and if okay. they can catch him, they're going to put it on him. So. You know. Awesome. Maybe they can ride the rabbit instead of quick six. Just give give the rabbit a little flag and he can run down the sideline after a touchdown. I don't want to say it sounds like an old man who's set in his ways, but there's a seat, there's a field, and there's football players. What fucking more do you need? All right. I don't I do I do not go to the football game to be entertained by anything else other than the football game. I don't care if you can stand around and mingle with your friends and drink beer. I don't care about that shit. Okay? I, I, no. I could go on and on, but I'm not going to. Well, I don't drink beer and I don't have friends. Well, yeah, so we're pretty similar there. <laughs> okay. So I mean no, I mean no. There, there's, there's no. I'm there to watch football. I don't want to see an extra long halftime because some, some wannabe musician is up there. I don't care if somebody plays before the game. I'm, I'm not going to pay attention. I, the only time that I ever like anything at halftime is when the little kids go out there and play football. 
Yeah, I, like I that. occasionally watch that. I'm just like you. I watch that. So. I but I did just you know I, this this Wendy's kick for a million. I couldn't care less. Well, and and the other thing the other thing for me is, I have spent in the last two years I've met, spent more time in the stadium at halftime than ever before because I quit smoking, so I don't go outside to have a cigarette anymore. All right, so I don't go outside to have a cigarette anymore. I stand there during halftime. So, I, you know, maybe one of these, maybe, you never know, maybe at the next great cup I go to, I'll even stick around for the halftime show. It's possible. Okay. So, Calgary Stampeders have got McMahon Stadium for the for next foreseeable future, um, except for the Rabbit gets a special jersey. I'm excited about that one. I want to see it. They got to catch him to put it on, though, right? Yep. Um, they do. Next, next three down article here is SFU alumni and Dolman raise over seven hundred thousand to help reinstate Simon Fraser football team. I still haven't figured out where the money's going. I was going to say, now what? Who who are they giving this to yeah. to get them to play? I don't and know. Also, here's, it, it another, the mind. here's another thing I was wondering about. Uh, they're going, there's money, but the, these are like college kids. Is there not laws or rules? about college kids getting, like, funding from private entities and stuff like that? Well, the, the, the players themselves in youth sport aren't allowed to be paid. They are now right. in the NCAA. Okay? Yes, that's right. But I believe in youth sports, is still they're still 100% amateur players. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the, the university can't get the money and, and you can't buy all new soccer balls or footballs and, and new – new pads or, or whatever they need to do, right? Pay for some uh, an upgrade on the plane or play, pay for a nicer hotel. I don't know where the money's going to go. But we, there was nothing, nothing that said that the C, uh, SFU football team season was canceled because the university couldn't afford it. Yeah, that this is, I'm still money was allocated for something else. That just didn't happen. Now, are they? And the, the other thing I'm wondering are are they trying to get uh, the uh, SFU back into youth sports, or are they trying to get them back into the NCAA? Where's where are they ultimately trying to get them to play? I'm, I'm very unclear about that too. I, I I haven't seen anything. Now, the only thing that I've seen here is that, uh, SFU President Dr. Joy Johnson met with the SFU Football Alumni Society, SNAFU, I think it is, or something, uh, mm-hmm. last week regarding foot, the football team's de- uh, dissolution. The, the school later released a statement indicating that they will appoint a special advisor to investigate potential opportunities for the football future of the program while reiterating that SFU will not be playing football in 2023. Okay. And then the alumni turned around and said that their their uh, position is opaque. 
is what? Opaque. So it, it's basically a really big word for a football alumni to be using, and I really think they used it out of context. Mm-hmm. But that's beside the point. Somebody got them to use a big word. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Well, good luck to him. I, I, I yeah, still don't I, know what all this money is going to – I don't know if it's going to accomplish anything. Uh, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Oh, a bunch of notable SFU alumni have, have removed their stuff from the School Sports Hall of Fame in protest. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's it. I'm taking down my statue. You can't. You can't worship me. It's okay, Louie. Your nose took up too much of the space, anyways. So. It's <laughs> funny. I, 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 I'm totally. At, I understand their need or their desire have SFU football happening and everything else. I just don't understand how you can force the school to do so. Mm-hmm. Or you can force a league to take the team. I, I, I don't understand it. It didn't, did not make sense. It does not make sense. I, I think it's funny as hell, actually. Because you, you, you have these talking heads like Glenn Suter who just thinks that he can, his power and his authority in the CFL will 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 make the SFU Klansmen cower down and 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 go. Oh my God, uh, we hadn't thought that that this might upset Glenn Suter. Oh God, we 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 yeah. have to reverse this decision. You don't want to get Glenn mad. <laughs> Seriously, uh, come on. I think it's admirable that they're trying to save the program. I just don't know if really what they're doing to really accomplish that. You know, when we were raising money for the Freedom Convoy with the truck drivers going across Canada to protest the COVID restrictions and mandates on this on the on their industry as well as everybody else, I mean, it was a very selfish selfless act on their part. And I appreciated it. I, I think we all should have appreciated it, although many people think that they were criminals. Um, but they raised money for their, their you know, the go fund, that, that, to help with the cost of food and fuel. And, I mean, my truck, when my truck's running for eight hours in a day, it's burning $400, $500 worth of fuel, right? Mm-hmm. More. So, you know, to, to drive across Canada, it's a substantial amount of money. I mean, that, that costs each one of those truck drivers, and if they're coming from the West Coast, probably three, four grand in fuel, if not more, on the return trip. Um, so I understand raising money to help this protest, but raising money to have, have a protest against reinstating a football team? 
I honestly don't know where the money could go that would make a difference. Yeah. I'd like somebody to tell me where that money's going to go to make a difference. Is it going to pay, like, lawyer fees for this injunction that they're trying to get? Can someone can someone explain to me, because I really haven't read about it because I really was not that interested, what is the reason behind them not playing What's football this year? What's the reason behind them not playing football this year? Okay. So they were in the Pacific Northwest Conference, which right. is, is either didn't want them anymore or I don't know why they left that one. And they left that, which is an NCAA Division II conference, and they went down to the Lone Star Conference in Texas. They were in that conference for one year, and then they were not invited back the second year. Basically, they, they, the conference said that the travel expenses for the other Texas teams was too high to come up to Canada and back. Yeah. And and, and a lot of the players didn't have passports and and, COVID restrictions and crossing the border was a pain in the ass. And so a lot of things that transpired. So they just basically didn't invite SFU back. Now, although I've heard that they created a schedule, including SFU, mm-hmm. but I, you know, that I don't know what, what or how that happened. So that's basically why they're not playing football in the NCAA. Now, when they found out that they weren't playing football down there, did SFU do anything to find to get into U Sports or? It, it, can't like the Can West, which is the Western Division of Youth Sports, try to get into anything? No, they did not. They just literally said, that, okay, that there did nothing. we're not having football anymore. Yep. Okay, so I don't know whether that's. Yeah, that's fine. How, how, how do you fix that? How do you fix it? I, I don't. I, I don't think anything is broken. No. No. But I don't think the only but, thing that you could do with this seven hundred thousand dollars that they like, raised is to be bribing the youth sports officials to let SFU in. So, so you guys tell me in BC, and Charles might know this better than you, CJ. How big is this story in BC? Oh, it's getting a lot of coverage. Is it? Okay. Yes. Okay. Which is strange because when SFU plays football games, there's like flies in the stands. The stands are three-quarters empty. (laughs) But now that this is coming up. No. What? Yeah. No, I agree. Everyone's outraged. I mean, if if Canadian university football was so important to the people of Canada, you would think that the Canadians would go to more games. And it's it, it just doesn't happen. Whether it's it's SFU, UBC, the Dinos, it, it doesn't matter. In in the Western Division, it, there's just literally 
nobody in the stands. And I mean, what? I mean, I, I was looking at the American NCAA Division One teams down there, and and their stadiums are sold out. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, well, you know, it, it's filled with people. students from the university, and they get to, you know, they 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 get it's like a hall pass. They get given a ticket to go watch the game. No, the student tickets are like fifty bucks each. I thought it'd be like five bucks or ten bucks or something like that. No, it's fifty dollars for a student pass. And they're still filling the goddamn stadiums to sixty, seventy, eighty thousand people. Canada is just not a football country. And regardless of what we want, it's always going to be that way. Yep. It's all about hockey. Okay. Edmonton Elks President Victor Kai believes CFL's TV partnership must adapt for greater proliferation of digital content. Well, no shit, buddy. We've been saying that for how many years, Will? <laughs> Long time. Long time. You know, and, and football season's coming up. You know, it, it's it's going to be, what, it, as Charles said, two weeks away. Yep. And I'm going to have to go buy my subscription to TSN, and I cannot just buy CFL. I don't understand that. I just end up... I, the I, only I, time I, I want to watch... I TV. Go ahead, Charles. Say, say what you're going to do. No, I just... I, I go through and I get an IPTV service, and that includes TSM, and it's super cheap, so that's what I always do. Super cheap is in what? Pardon? It's like under 10 bucks a month. What do you define as super... Under 10 bucks a month? Yeah. There are actually ones you can get that are cheaper, but I've seen ones for like five bucks. Because I think my TSN cost me $19 or something a month. And I I literally want to watch 16 games in that month. That's it. For a week. So, so what you have is gives you all sorts of different televisions, but it gives you TSN. Yeah, it gives you like sixteen thousand channels. How do you can you watch this on your iPad? Yeah, if you download the right app, there's all sorts of different apps you can download. 
So it's just a it's a matter of apps then. Yeah. Well, you got to you basically you sign okay, up we're, for a subscription. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk off off the air and and yeah, because I don't want to take up too much time here. That's and, right. Because uh, I got to get signed up for something here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move on. Where are we here? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Victor Caillou. Victor yeah, Caillou. Doing- um, so what do you think, Charles? What do you think? Does he have a point here? How, how can they remedy this? TSN has 100%. has a monopoly on this. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent, he does. I mean, everything's going digital, and uh, the people that have regular traditional cable TV. Uh, nowadays is declining rapidly, much like you saw in a few years ago when people started ditching their landlines, their phone lines, and just going to cell phones. The same thing is happening now. So, I mean, you look at other leagues out there with, like, the NHL. They've got the NHL center ice. You look at NFL with Sunday tickets and stuff like that, where you can subscribe and just get the the games for the league. It's a, a subscription that gives you access to watching the uh, the league online. Why the CFL has never gone and done this? I mean, or just offer like a CFL only package through TSN? I mean, I can't imagine it's that something that's that difficult to do. And with the fact, I mean, CFL TV ratings have declined over over the past years. Why? I don't know if it's necessarily because the CFL is less popular. A lot of people think it is. But I think a large portion of it is because people are cutting the cord, because people are watching TV on things like Netflix and Amazon Prime Video and YouTube and this and that, and they're not watching things through uh, the traditional cable there. So they're not, they don't want to pay because uh, even a, a basic cable package costs you about seventy uh, minimum, like sixty, seventy dollars a month, uh, for like a bare bones um, package. So I mean, people are cutting the cords because it's a lot less expensive. And the problem is, if you want to watch t- uh, CFL games online on TSN, you need to have a TSN subscription. And it doesn't make sense that way because a lot of people don't have cable. So they don't have the TSN subscription, so they can't watch games online. The CFL needs to go and they need to do an online-only streaming service where they can just pay to watch the CFL games like other leagues have already done. Agreed. Mm Mm-hmm. It just—it absolutely makes the most amount of sense. I mean, we have in our house, which there, you know, there's basically nine of us living here. We have a subscription to Netflix, Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Crave, and Disney Plus. Right. And it's still less than if we had a, a satellite or cable. We don't have mm-hmm. cable access to cable here. We're in rural area. It, there isn't right. a cable out here. So it would we would have to go on on satellite, satellite. and it would cost us more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in, in all honesty, there's only one person I know that still has a cable subscription to like Shaw or or Rogers or something like that, and that's my 93 year old mother. The only person I know. 
Now, Will probably has it, but we've never discussed that, so I don't know if he does. As what? As what? Do you have have some form of cable subscription? Yes, I do. Or satellite. Yeah. No, no, I have cable subscription. I've got, I don't know, I don't watch that much TV, but my wife watches every crap show on the face of the earth. So the only thing I really watch on TV is football and a little bit of hockey, and I do watch... I do watch YouTube a little bit. My favorite is Jim Fails, okay? But I I don't even know how much money we pay because I don't want to know, okay? Because it's really, it's stupid amounts of money. So. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. And I mean, I, I it's funny because I, if I was a single guy, I would probably have cable for now because I would probably watch every every sport known to mankind. I would watch that full-time probably if I was a single guy. So I guess I probably would have cable. But I've noticed, and I, and I mean, I, I like I said, I do have all the, you know, the Netflixes and the Prime, Amazon Prime and Prime Plus, and I, I found that those those programs are a lot better than what's on normal TV. But I still well, yeah. like normal TV a little bit. I still do. I'm, one of my favorite shows to watch, and I do still watch it every Friday night. It's called Blue Bloods with Tom Hanks or Tom 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 Selleck. Hanks, Tom Selleck, and I find that a really good show. As you know, it's a family show. That's there's no what, what, what sex. That Blue Bloods or Blue something? Blood. Blue Bloods, yes. Blue Bloods. Yeah. There's no sex. There's not really much violence, okay? It's still considered a, a family could watch it together, in my mind. Yeah. The cop show. So, yeah, I like I, I like yeah. that show. I don't know. No, I've never seen an episode of it. But, uh, yeah, I like, I like Tom I mean, Selleck, always has. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the the big series, you know, the Yellowstone, eight, yeah, uh, 1923, 1883, uh, just, you know, yeah, um, but, you know, all the, all the big things. I, I, I haven't watched the new season of Mandalorian yet, but I'll get to that. And, uh, but, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. I mean, right now I'm watching Scorpions. I don't know. Have you ever heard of that TV series? No. no. That's quite good. It's a, a group of geniuses that solve problems. It's more of a comedy than it is anything else, but um, it, it, it's a pretty good show. Anyhow, um, let's move on. I, we, we're all in agreement with Victor here. Uh, TSN has to wake up and stop being anal about it and, and do something with it because – they need to, I mean, let's face facts, it's going to generate revenue for them. Now, whether they, they actually do it themselves or they sell their feed to somebody else, because, you know, you're not going to have two productions going on at a football game, or maybe they're going to cut their production costs down by somebody else doing half the games and them doing half the games and trading the content back and forth. 
that could be possible too, you know. There's lots of different things that they could happen. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think that it's it, it's just something that has to be. Okay, let's let's move on. Now I want to talk about this for a second. You know how stupid some people are, and I mean, there's yes. no cure for it. They're just nope. fucking stupid, right? And, and you know, it, it's one of those things. Actually, I, I I believe in this. It's just you know something. Have you ever heard about this thing when when you die? When you die, you're, de- you're dead. You really don't know what's going on. Uh, it doesn't affect you in any way. It just affects the people around you. Well, it's the same thing when you're stupid, right? You don't know you're stupid, so it doesn't really affect you. But it does affect everybody around you, okay? Agreed? Right. Agreed. I know, Will, you have a very, very low tolerance for stupid, and it's probably higher than mine, okay? Um, Here's the headline. Writers Craig Dickinson believes mastering the CFL global draft can give teams an advantage. You didn't know where this was leading up to, did you? No, I didn't. I, I, I thought when Charles put that article in the agenda, the first thing that came to my mind was stupid, okay? But my but my nine-year-old grandson tells me I can't say stupid because that's a bad word, okay? Um, but don't worry. My grandson will be 60-some year, and he'll understand what that what that word means. I'm thinking, okay, we've been all doing this the wrong way. We need to concentrate on the global draft because it's going to take us to (laughs) new places and we're going to win Grey Cups by drafting a couple of Yugoslavians. There we go. Let's, Let's go after the Yugoslavians this month or Polish people or Ukrainians, or Afghanistanians. Japanese. Like, like, hey, Craig, do you go to all these countries and scout all these top players? Are you fucking retarded? Whoops, I can't say that word. Are you fucking stupid? (laughs) Whoops, I can't say that word. (laughs) You know, I cannot believe... I, I I guess your brother is just... Okay, so Dave Dickinson, Dave Dickinson apparently is known for his brain, okay? Apparently he's a real smart guy, okay? What happened to Craig? I haven't seen that, but okay. What happened to Craig? Like, what a dummy is all I'm going to (laughs) say. Isn't this the evidence that this guy should not be a a CFL head coach? Isn't this like... Slam dunk evidence yes. here with a comment like that. <sighs> yes. Uh, I mean, did they take it out of context? Um, you know, didn't didn't he say something stupid a couple of weeks ago about how much the writers are in the paper or something like that? 
Yeah, that they're overcovered or something like that. Something ridiculous that, right. like I, that. You know what? He's just he's just not brilliant. Is all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. And but yet they think this guy's gonna take them all the way. This guy can't uh, hey, go so, two weeks without. So what is it? We have a 54-man roster, and we have to have what two or three global players on it, and none of them has to start. Right. Yep. The, uh, that's that's gonna that's the magic formula. What relevance are they then? They're not, apparently, because they don't really do much. So then, Ryder's Craig Dickinson believes mastering the CFL global draft can give a team an advantage. How? Please, somebody. How does this make a difference? Well, you know, you get a good German log snapper, who knows where you're going to go. Is it, imagine, is that imagine, a transgender imagine, male? Imagine if you, get a, if you get a punter out of the global draft. Look at how far that would take you. Like, holy... Well, I like Charles' idea, wow. okay? What if we get one of them female... Um, um, big German females that's going to be a long snapper. And I didn't say well, that. We don't really have females in the CFL, so that they can be transgender males. Okay, they don't. So it's a woman becoming a man, and and, and big ass German guy, female, going to be a long snapper. That, that yeah. can really turn your season around. Well, but now that now that I think about it, um, what if you were to let's go deep here? What if you were? What if half your starting roster on offense identified as? as offensive linemen, but they're really wide receivers. You, you understand what I'm saying here? Hmm. You can have more no. wide receivers on the field. You can have more wide receivers on the field than the other team if the, if the wide receivers identify as offensive linemen. And this is all right, but then you leave a, 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 but then the old lineman isn't supposed to go downfield or something either, right? Isn't there rules on that? So yeah, that wouldn't work. Yeah, no, but, no, that wouldn't work. Okay. 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 So what if? What if? Oh, here's a thought. Okay. What if Cody Fajardo? identifies as a Russian player, he could take over the league because the global players are going to give you a huge advantage in the CFL, according to Craig Dickinson. 
I'm sorry. He's not a writer anymore, I can't give any credibility to this article. I can't give any credibility to Craig Dickinson. Yeah, forget the article. No. Craig Dickinson, what a stupid comment. Tell me one player from the the global draft that has made any sort of notable uh, impact. Is it, is it what's-his-name from the Global Brass? Who? Calgary's punter. So? Well, you don't like punters, so what difference does it make? No, I know, but he's a pretty good punter, isn't he? He is, yeah. His name is, his name is Cody, what's-his-name? I don't know. I don't really pay attention to punters' names. <laughs> okay, Cody something. Maybe our own. He's from Australia, and he kicks the ball. Okay. So, um, did he help the Stampeders win the last three Grey Cups? No, no, nope. he didn't win the last three Grey Cups. So, or the last five Grey Cups. Sorry, they didn't even win a playoff so, game last year. But let's let's put it this way: I haven't won a playoff game in five years, Terrence. Um, Let's put it this way. Um, there you go. It's not going to change the league. No, of course not. Right. But if you were a Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan, or Saskatchewan Rough Rider media, and you know, you you actually have enough intelligence, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here, to know that the global draft or the global players mean fuck all to the success of a CFL team. Is that kind of the same as the Canadian players? Wouldn't you be? They, they don't have as much impact as the Canadian players. Um, wouldn't you be pissed off right now that your coach is is, is concentrating so much on this? And not, well, not kind of nearly enough on the other one. Oh. Yes. But the next emotion should be anger. Because your team is going to suck this year and suck bad. The Riders have no hope. And now you've got your head coach focusing on Timbuktu. I'm sorry. I, I really have a problem with this. The third oh, annual CFL again, Global Draft takes place on May the 2nd. Okay, but then once we again, let you know understand, that. understand this is media personalities. Maybe they misquoted them. Highly, highly possible. Highly possible. I was going to say, if I'm a Canadian CFL player, I'm kind of pissed off at this comment. He thinks, oh, well, the global guys are better than us then, so we're not important. I don't know. What's going on? The global draft. I've had enough of this. Moving on. I don't know. I just can't 
think of what else we can say and how stupid this really is and how stupid Craig Dickinson is for doing this. It's a ridiculous comment. There is no way that that was taken out of context. There's no way he was misquoted. There's, There's absolutely nothing there to give him any redeeming features for this. He just lost his shit. And we lost respect for him for doing it. Okay. I have to move on. Now, this next thing, I, I'm kind of interest, intrigued on this a little bit. Um, the Edmonton Elks are selling the rights to put your name on the helmet for the home opener. Now, there's a picture of the Edmonton Elks helmet, and the double E on the thing, on the helmet, has got a whole pile of little people's names. No, hang on. Has a little name of big people. I don't fucking know what you're talking about. But if you look at it, right in the middle of it, there's Larry Highball. Did you see that, Charles? No, I missed that one. It's 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 right at the top, very top left-hand corner of the bottom E. Willie Plus is there, Warren Moon, Tom Scott, uh, Damon Allen, Hugh Campbell, Neil Lumsden. I'm just reading off the names that I can see on the helmet. Yeah, I'm looking so at it now. So they're selling I think the this is just a, yeah. It's a mock-up. Yeah. Right. Which is cool. I mean, you know, so be it. This is, this is kind of cool. I, I, I think that's sacrilege. It's what? Sacrilege. I, Why sacrilege. That, that, you think that, it's sacrilege? I, that, I think it's fucking brilliant. That double E, that double E in Edmonton anyways, anyways is iconic. And they're letting guys put names on it just to make some money? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, it depends on what you're doing with the money, for one thing. I got a good idea. Don't pay a fucking wide receiver $320,000 fucking dollars. (laughs) There's a thought. Let's talk about stupid. Sorry. Anyways, I don't like when they mess with Things like, I mean, that's an iconic, that's an iconic symbol, regardless if they're called the Eskimos anymore. That double E is, is, is sport history, okay? And I don't think you deface it with shit like this to make money, if that's what you're trying to do with it. Well, there's only 250 names that are available for the space. They're charging, uh, uh, sorry, they're charging $250 for to have your name on it, and there's only space for 90 people. So we're not even talking about, what, $22,000, $23,000, something like this? It's, it's not like they're making money off of this. Well, then why are they doing it? I think it has to do with giving 
uh, fans the opportunity to participate in the game at a higher level. Uh, this is the memorabilia. And then they're going to auction off the helmets afterwards, right? So you can buy a helmet with your name on it. Why don't, why don't, they, just, why don't they just sell them a foreign passport so they can participate as a global player instead. <laughs> this isn't invincible, okay? You don't have people walking off the street and able to play football at a high level. Yeah, but they're... Right? They'll be a global player, so they're higher level anyways, so they'll change the league. I would have to believe that a global player, regardless of how our impression of them is, would still be better than the average Joe walking around the streets of their city. <laughs> have you have you seen some of these global players? Didn't you guys have somebody called Yabaruba Nakasaki? He was a field goal kicker, and he was fucking horrible. No, 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 no. He was a kicker. No, you cannot call him a field goal kicker. He didn't once kick a field goal. You can't call him a field goal kicker if he can't. If he never kicked a field goal. He was one of those guys who was promoted beyond his means. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> he was a great running back, but when they made him a field goal kicker, he was horrible. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sad. Okay. So going back to the Saskatchewan, or not Saskatchewan, sorry, um, Edmonton, Elf, Edmonton Elks selling the rights to putting your name on the helmet. Charles, what do you think of this? Honestly, I kind of think this is a bit of a grift, to be perfectly honest. I read the story. I mean, yeah, you, you, you get your names in the logo. Unless you're looking up close at this uh, helmet, which you don't typically do, with, well, you don't see it at all, close at all if you're at the game. You might see it, but you're not going to see your name on it. It's just I mean, you'd have to be looking right up close. Now, maybe you want to get one of the auction ones, but there's only so many. Uh, there's 90, I think he said there's 90 names or something like that on it. Well, they don't have 90 helmets, so not everyone that's going to put their name on it uh, is going to um, get a helmet. So, I mean, you, you, you put your name up, but you're hardly, barely going to see it. So, I just, I know they're trying to make money or something like that, but, I mean... Uh, I don't know. To me, this seems a little bit over the top, I think. I don't know. I don't think I okay, would do it. So because, like I said, you're those, not going to really Those fortunate enough to secure their spot, okay, so they, they figure that this 90 people, there's, there's going to be a, like a, a, a landslide of, of people trying to sign up for this. There's only 90 spots. So, so those fortunate enough to secure their spot on the helmet will take home a framed set of game-worn helmet decals after the event, along with the signature of one of the players in the game. 
Okay, so what they've okay, done is they've got a sticker on both sides of the helmet, okay? Mm-hmm. So they're going to take the decals off of the helmet after the game, and they're going to frame it, and they're going to have it signed by one of the players, hopefully not a global player, and this is a souvenir that you get for doing this. Okay? Okay, that's not too bad, I guess. I, 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 don't, I, I think this there. is a piece of memorabilia. This is a piece of memorabilia that is going to uh, have, have some significance to people. I mean, everybody wants to be part of the game, whether you're a streaker or you're, you're, you're yelling at the players, you're trying to disrupt a kick, you're trying to do so. Everybody, every fan in this game wants to be a participant of some form or another, okay? Now, I know that Charles, Will, and myself have no desire to be streakers, and that would probably scare a lot of people. So that's not going to happen. But how else can we participate in the game? Now, I participated in the game, and I made a difference in the outcome of a game. It was a many, many, many moons ago. But there's not many people out there that can actually say that. Do you know anybody that can actually say that they made a significant difference in the outcome of a football game that was not a player or an official? Anybody? But wouldn't you want to be? I suppose I would. Well, this is the way in which some people believe that they are now making a difference. Now, honestly, they're not making a difference at all because this is just a decal that's on the side of a helmet in a game. But they're actually, their name, their name was out on the field. Okay. Their name was out on the field. Now, this is going to be an Elks home game, one that they might actually win. Who knows? I, I, I think it's a piece of memorabilia. And it's, I mean, there, there's things out there that are dumber. Without question, I paid more money for dumber ideas. That's fair. But, you know, hey. I, you know what? For 250 bucks, I would do it. I mean, do you remember my idea with David Braley about uh, having 20,000 fans donate uh, $1,000 to the team to buy the team and, you know, raising $20 million? And, yep. and and you get a certificate that says you're an uh, you're an owner of the BC Lions or a shareholder of the BC Lions or a member of the BC Lions Foundation or whatever it is, right? And that's a thousand bucks. I would do that in a heartbeat. You can buy share yep. certificates from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and they're constantly sold out. That's true. What's the difference? 
Does it mean anything? Are you actually an owner of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? No, you're nothing. You just have a certificate that says you're important or impotent or whatever it is. Right. This is no different. This is just a piece of memorabilia where your name got to participate in something cool. I like it. I'd do it. I would send them a check for 250 bucks to have my name put on the side of the helmet of the BC Lions. Fair enough. Would you do it? Would you do it, Charles? I don't know. William, would you do it? Um. Yeah, no. For two hundred and fifty bucks, I don't think I would. No. That's uh, two hundred and fifty bucks. That's that's a hundred and twenty-five Costco hot dogs. No, I wouldn't do it. For a thousand dollars, Charles, would you get a certificate that says you're an owner, shareholder of the BC Lions? Yeah, now that I probably would do because that's different. That I would do because I always thought that was a good idea. Especially when I you break it down to a hundred bucks a month. Right. See so. I, you know, I just think it's a, it's, it's a, the fans' way of participating, and I think it's it's important. I've always thought it would be a cool thing to do. Okay, Charles is a maybe, Will is a no, and TJ is a definite. And I'm going to give you the dis- maybe there, Charles, because if it maybe this one didn't work, but maybe some other thing piqued your interest. Know what I mean? Yep. Okay. Five things to know about the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, they're in the Eastern Division. They're the worst team in the league. Uh, they don't really have a quarterback. Uh, they thought Don Davis and Jonathan Jennings were quarterbacks. Uh, is, is there any more five things that we need to know about them, or is there is there something else that's interesting? Nothing in particular. Okay, here are the five things. Bob Dice runs the show. Bob Dice is now the head coach. It's not an interim. It is a permanent position. He is a longtime assistant coach. He is now the first time he is a head coach in a permanent position. That's the one thing to know about this team. Acklin and Mazzoli are looking to pick up where they left off. That's Jalen Acklin, the receiver. And Jeremiah Mazzoli, who teamed up quite well for the first three games of last season and uh, didn't do a whole lot after that because Mazzoli was gone for the year. Okay? Number three, 
Jovan Santos Knox signed as a free agent with the Red Blacks from the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So this is a change in the de- middle of the defense for the for the Red Blacks. Uh, definitely an upgrade. But you know who I would have signed instead of Jovan Santos Knox? Who? Jaguar Davis. I would have signed Jaguar Davis because if you sign him, you're going to the Grey Cup. Apparently, because he goes every year. Wouldn't that have made more sense? Done it five years in a row or something, hasn't it? Uh Yeah. And he actually won it once. Okay. They got new coordinators on both sides of the ball and on special teams. So this is a new head coach, new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, and off we go. We got Kahari Jones is the uh, offensive coordinator. We have Baron Miles is the uh, defensive coordinator. And who do we – and hang on. Who's, who's a special teams guy? Uh, Corey Mc, Mc, McGermid? Okay. I don't know who he is. Never heard of him. Oh, I got a shout-out today to Chris Boyko, former strength and conditioning coach of the BC Lions. Yeah, I thought uh, It's his birthday today. So, yep. Happy birthday, Chris. Now, Charles, was was he a victim of the uh, management cap? I think he was, because I think he got rid of him after that. They got rid of him right after that was instituted. So I think he was. Because they just couldn't afford to have that as part of the thing, right? Now they can hire a, a contractor, but they can't have, have hire the position. It makes no sense. Okay. Right. Um, the Strength of the running game is a question mark. Yes. Uh, William Powell was not re-signed. Devontae Williams, who did nothing, and Jackson Bennett, who did nothing. Uh, Those are their running backs at this point in time, as well as some guy named Charles Williams. You got a good first name. What? It's just Will snoring. He's bored over there. Oh. Okay. Um, so those are the five things you need to know about the Ottawa Red Blacks. Are you any wiser because of that? Not really. Because I think the Red Blacks are going to suck again this no. year. I think the Red Blacks... Okay. I think the Red Blacks will be on par with every other team in the East except for Hamilton. Yeah, that's that's true. You don't have to be good to win the East. That's one thing we've learned. I have really the thing I'm really curious about with the thing I'm really curious about with Ottawa is will they do better with Bob Dice as the head coach? Because I've always wanted him to have a chance, Mm -hmm. and he's going to get a chance this year. So yeah, I think that's an interesting question. The problem with this is, 
and, and we have gone over this before, is that when we really believe that somebody needs to have a chance at it, like Jamie Alfondo or uh, uh, Noel, Noel Thorpe or, Noel Thorpe. They or always Bob Dyson, they're taking or they, they always take over shit fucking teams, right? I mean, how do you ever take over a good team? I mean, can you name name two quarterback or two coaches that took over winning teams? Or three? I can name three. One of them was successful, sort of. Craig Dickinson, Dave Dickinson, and Mike Benavides. Mike Benavides. Craig Dickinson has bombed. Mike Benavides has bombed. Dave Dickinson isn't looking real good. Those are three guys that took over exceptional teams. Everybody else takes over pathetic teams and struggles. I mean, even Michael Shea took over a disaster at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and in week, in year three, week, year four, they were, they were telling everybody to fire him. They were calling for his head. And then he finally spun it around and, and, and was victorious in 2019. But the first four years, he, Winnipeg did not look good. No. But they stuck with him. Are they going to give... Is the Red Blacks going to give Bob Dice the same respect? No, but because I don't think they can afford it. To be honest, they they, they got to start turning things around. They got to start doing uh, doing it quickly because they've already had multiple years of terrible teams. Fans are going to stop coming if they're not if they're if they're not competitive. And I don't think this franchise can take four more years of ineptitude. Because they've already had so many to start with. More than Winnipeg? Uh, Winnipeg had 25 years of garbage. Well, 28. I mean, 28. I mean, they didn't win the Grey Cup, but no, they had no, some years in there. No, three of those no. years were under Mike O'Shea. Right, but... Here's where the difference is. Here's where the difference is. In those 28 years, they had good regular seasons in some of them. They won divisions. They got to Grey Cups and so on. So they at least had some good regular season stuff like that there, even though they weren't winning the Grey Cup. I mean... In fact, can you hear me? I can now. Okay, yeah. But even the years they went to the Grey Cup games, they were at best like a 500 team, and I believe one year they were significantly under 500. But that's okay because they play in the East. But in terms of good seasons, they really haven't had a great season and stuff like that. I think uh, 10 and 8 might be their best record. Um uh, but, I mean, lately they've had some really bad years. They've been terrible with, where they've struggled to win four games out of the season. And if they keep doing that three or four more years, I mean, that's going to be, you're looking at seven, eight years of just 
complete crap football. So I don't, I like Bob Dice and I hope he does well, but I don't think he's got like a long leash on him for him. Yeah. And it, is that fair to him? It's not fair, you know? but that's the problem. The, the the team was less than stellar last year. You cannot turn around and expect miracles. I'm no different than Chris Jones Edmonton. Okay, that Edmonton Elks team was just absolute garbage, and uh, and he went through the first season, and they were not much better than Ottawa if they were at all. And the amount of people that were calling for his head was ridiculous, even more so because they don't like him. But his upside, the potential for success in Edmonton is far greater than the potential for success in, in Ottawa, in my opinion. But then we've never seen what Bob Dice can do. William. What's your take on this in Ottawa? Well, you know what? They can't be any worse than they have been. <laughs> and I mean, how long? How long well, has they, Ottawa been? They can how, them. how long? How long has Ottawa been back in the CFL now? How many years? Eight what years. was it? Two thousand and how many? Fifteen was it? Two thousand fifteen. <laughs> okay. So in two thousand something like that, it was close in that area. So ten years, or not ten years, eight years. Well, in eight years, that's what I said. In eight years, they've been to a Grey Cup and won it. They've been to a Grey they've Cup and lost. They've been there three times. Yeah, okay, so that's one, not, one lost that's, place. That's not bad for eight years, especially if you're in the East. Okay. I mean, so I I think I think one of the things people in Ottawa are 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 convinced that they're going to keep that team in Ottawa, and they're not going to go away anymore, and hopefully that's the case. But I think I think they made some moves last year to hire good players. Um, I think they had the wrong coach. So let's see what happens this year. Yeah, that's all I can say. It was 2014. They started playing there in 2014. Go. So this is going to be their ninth season. Yeah. Or actually, that this will be their tenth season. Been in the cup three out of ten years. That's not bad for most teams. If you think about it. Yeah. No. Hey, shit. BC hasn't been in the Great Cup since 2011. Yeah, right. Calgary hasn't won a game. You know, that's, won a, that's 11, playoff. 12 years ago. Calgary hasn't won a playoff game since 2018. That's five years. It's about when Dave became coach, isn't it? Sorry. No, Christopher, we have this conversation all the time. Pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> No, I won't. Okay. He's been you know to, I'm right. He's been to, he's been to four great cups as head coach and he's won one. 
He hasn't been to four great cups as a head coach. Who? Dave Dickinson? Yes, he has. Yes, yes he, he has. Really? I didn't think Calgary's yeah. been there that many times. Yes, they have. <laughs> Don't you remember? Oh, sorry, no, three, three, three. 16, 17, and 18. Yeah. They lost, right. in, yeah. They lost yeah. in 16, they lost in 17, they won in 18. Mm-hmm. And yes. John... And John Huff, was John Huffnagel still the, co- the head coach in 2014? Yes, he was. I think so. Okay. Yeah, he was. So yeah. he's gone. Hello? Yeah. Um, Did Christopher go away? I think he just clicked off, it sounded like. He was in the middle of yeah. saying something, and then he all of a sudden vanished. Yeah. Huh. He's probably still He'll talking. He'll probably reemerge. What? No, maybe he's, he's still, still talking. talking. You never know. He could be. Oh, oh no. here we go. He figured it out. Here he comes. Here he comes. Yep. Answer, Christopher. <laughs> He's phoning himself. How is he not answering? Pick up the phone and say hello. Yeah, we say that about you every every Wednesday night, Charles, because we call I you answer twice. my phone. Not the first time, you know, ever. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's right. Tonight I didn't. It, I, I missed it by like one second because I was doing stuff. Oh, now it's different. Why is there two different What's rings? That? What the hell is that? What the? You have reached mailbox number two five zero two eight zero four. You have reached four mailbox one. number After leaving two a message, five you can hang zero or two press eight for more zero options. four 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 one. After leaving a message, you can uh, hang up or press pound for more options. Hello. Well, that was quite something. I don't know. Maybe we're leaving a message right now. We might be leaving two messages because there were two voicemails that popped up at the same time. And no Christopher. And so we don't have him back. Wow. This is kind of weird. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Only on Blog Talk Radio. Yep. Right? Only on Blog Talk. So, um, we're waiting for him to come back. Uh, what were we talking about? I got thrown off by uh, by that. Oh, he just... Um, oh, that was... I was going to say, he just gave a message, but that was actually you. But um, that was weird. <laughs> Who knows? We might still be talking on his voicemail. He might get this later when, uh, I don't know. I don't believe it. He's still talking to himself. Well, he could he's gonna be. Say something. He's going to uh, say something right now. Putting a message in. I got disconnected. Yeah, we know that. I think we figured that out by now. You don't see. 
we only had a bunch wow. of voicemails popping up and different ringtones and so on. Just yeah, out with, of the an, with, a, with an answer like that, I think he probably agrees on the global player thing. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like those two voicemail ladies were like arguing with each other because it was like uh-huh. they were talking over each other. Yep. Normally you're supposed to put yep. yourself on mute when you call up. I know. Oh well. Uh, I disconnected. Anyways, what oh, yeah. what 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 were we on? We were what talking about we Ottawa. Right. Okay. Oh, well, here we go again. Yeah. Are we going to get the voicemail lady again, or both of them? Um, man, that's a loud ring. It is. Okay, normally you answer when you call yourself. You have reached mailbox yeah. number 25028044441. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. Charles, do you have the control panel up? Uh, I got to get it up here. Let's see. Okay. I'm going to bring that up. This is weird. Blog. Okay, Blog Talk Radio. There we go. Uh, wonder if there's anyone listening to this at this point anymore. Well, I don't if think they they're listening to I was going to say, if they were to start with it, but if they were, they'd have hung up by now. Okay, I am. I'm not connected. Please call in. Well, I know I'm not connected. There's only two of us up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he well, says your host is connected. What? He says call him and he left your number. Okay, we'll do that right now then. And I'm going to do something. I'm going to put him in the screening room so that we we don't get a ringing on the on the. Uh... Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. We need the Benny Hill thing. Oh, oh, we don't have it here. Uh, we do have it here, but I uh, uh, I don't have access to it because I'm not connected. But whatever. Uh, let's go here. Let's put him. Please guest in screening room. That's what I'm going to do. There's a problem. Oh, it's not. Why is it not going to let me call call out? Or hold on. It's not letting me call out because I'm not connected to the uh, as a host. I have to try and connect as a host before it'll let That's me right. call out. Uh, so here we go. Now let me call. Paste. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait a minute. He might be on. Okay. Are you there now? His number is up, but... I'm trying to dial He's in. He's not here. And it, his number just dropped. This is great radio. Anyone listening live or on uh, or later, they're probably laughing at us by now. Oh, here we go. Uh, I'm now connected, so that's good. Uh, I just told them you're calling now. Okay, I'm call, going to call now. Because I'm now, now connected. connected. Okay, okay, here we go. Why, Why are there, is there two of them? Hold on, I gotta be on one. Oh, oh this is great. great radio. Okay, let's try this now. 
I got the number. Let's dial. I'm dialing. Am I not? Let's see. We're dialing now. Uh, what happened here? Call has dropped. Call failed or was not answered. Oh, good lord. Uh, let's call again. Yeah, you know what? I've called them like three times now, and it drops right away. Really? It doesn't even. Uh, it does not even ring. Log talk hates me. Okay. Okay, I don't know why this. Maybe take him out of the screening room. Take him out of the screening room and see if you can dial him that way. Maybe that might be what I have to do. Well, wait a minute. Now his number's showing up here. Hold on. Are you there, CJ? Hello? Okay, apparently he's not there. His number is up there, and it says he's online. But when I go to him, he doesn't say anything. Are you there? No, he's not there. Hmm. It says he's online, but he's not. Not, and his number dropped again. Okay. Try. Oh, I'll try dialing him again. Yeah, call failed or was not answered. Yeah, well, I don't know. We're going to have to... We'll see if he Maybe comes back. To, it could be something Maybe to do with that, but down. whatever. So, yeah, gone again, yeah. Well, while we're doing this, because this is terrible radio... Um, he won't even... What's that? So it won't even let him call in. It doesn't seem like it. And every time I try to call him... It just says uh, call failed or not answered. I don't know why. <laughs> it won't even let me call in. Every time I call, it says call failed. So anyways, um we can move on to the next topic. We've talked enough about the Ottawa Red Blacks, I think, and we got what twelve minutes left. Yeah, we only have we only have twelve minutes left. I'm sure we okay, can fill so, that space. I know a lot of people were pissed off about this the other day. I was kind of surprised. Is that TSN has dropped two preseason games from their broadcast? They were originally scheduled to drop uh, to broadcast four games. Uh, but now they are not going to do that because they have dropped uh, two games and they're only going to do two preseason games on TSM. The two games they dropped 
were Fridays, which was here. the Montreal Alouettes and Come the right Ottawa Red Blacks on May 26th. Yeah, yeah he's here, there. Yeah. What happened? Every time Hello? I called you, it just Hello? failed. Hello? Hello. Hello. We hear you. I hear you hear him now, but I still don't think he hears us. Where's Blockcock? Is he on mute? We can hear you. He's on. Hello? 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 We hear you. Hello? We hear you. We hear you. We're hearing him, and he's not hearing us, which is weird. Well, anyway, let's keep on talking. Maybe he'll come yeah, back anyways, on maybe if you want. Yeah, uh, yeah Ottawa. What did they what did they, what did they drop him for? Uh, girls and boys wrestling or something? TSN doesn't know, give a fuck uh, about the CFL. What's that? TSN doesn't give a fuck about the CFL, okay? Apparently not. I'm just trying to see if it says why they dropped them. They were both Friday night games. It was Montreal and Ottawa on May 26th. And then, uh, no, that's one of the games they're showing. The games they dropped were Toronto and Hamilton uh, and BC and Saskatchewan. Uh, Both of those games were on Saturday, May 27th. They were going to be broadcasted, and then they just cut them down. So, interesting. I'm just trying to see, and it doesn't. I'm here, by the way. Why they dropped it? Oh, you are here. Okay. Can you hear us? Okay. I I can hear you both now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We could. Okay. Before we could hear you, and we were answering you, and you obviously couldn't hear us because you weren't answering back. That's correct. Yes. But we okay. hear you now. But, uh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Good. Now, so what's your take on the TSN thing? Uh, disappointed. Uh, I personally don't... I understand their concern. I mean, the, the ratings suck. That it. it it's very costly for them to um, do a broadcast. Uh, I personally think every preseason game should be broadcast. I think that it's part of the fucking package. You should do. I agree. Stepping with that. up to play, be be the broadcaster. Stay, step up and broadcast. And if you, yep. if you lose money on those games, you make it up in other ones, and or you do something to make it more important. So I, I personally think every game should be broadcast. To, to only broadcast four games and then cancel two of them is ridiculous. And they don't even really give a reason why they canceled them. They just said, oh, we're not showing these games. I'm guessing it's because of uh, financial constraints because it's expensive. But, I mean, if that's the case, then what, we should, what they should do is say, sorry, okay, TSN, you don't get any preseason games. Let the teams either stream them on their websites or whatnot, or go out and see if they can find a local station to carry them, like they do with the NFL. 
because it's ridiculous. You're the you are the CFL flagship station. You should be carrying these games. And TSN's got five channels Agreed. they can carry them on. You can well, what's more important? Darts? Poker? But those 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 events are cheap to them. Right. Okay, they're not actually. They don't have a team there for poker, right? They're they're picking no, they up the, a, the feed from from right. poker stars or whoever it is, right? So all they're doing is paying a couple thousand dollars for a feed coming in, and so it's cheaper for them to do that. And just because they have five channels doesn't make that it's any cheaper to broadcast the CFL game, because that is that's a lot of money. I I don't disagree with that. I, I understand their reasoning for not wanting to do it, but I'm sorry. It, it should be the same way with the um, sponsors, the right? Okay, so you're, you've got a uh, Wendy's that is sponsoring the CFL TSN on uh, CFL on TSN for the entire season. Well, they should step up and, and sponsor it for the preseason game as well. TSN shouldn't be losing money because the ratings suck. Okay, because their sponsors should be for the entire season, not just regular season games. And honestly, too, people are saying, oh, okay. what's the big okay. deal? Uh, uh, CFL preseason games are unwatchable. That's not the point. They're the broadcast partner Absolutely of the league. Absolutely not. They're the broadcast partner of the league. They should be um, carrying these games. Broadcasting every game. What? Yeah. Like I said, you got five channels. Right? The, 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 the sad thing is, is that the CFL does this to themselves because they actually right. have preseason games going on at the same time in different cities. Which is stupid. Knowing that they're not being broadcast. So, you know, the CFLs, they're their own worst enemy. But they shouldn't be allowed to do this. No. Especially seeing as they had already announced that they were broadcasting these games. I know. That, that's, that's, that blows my mind. That's just stupid. And by the way, no other league in North America would put up with that. There would be massive pushback from the league. Any other league, uh, if a, a TV network partner did this to them, yet the CFL just sits there and watches it get done. Sad. Well, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't mean to say this in, a, in, in any disrespect, and but you know. When you the NFL or the NHL or whatever else, you have um, uh, I want to say TV stations, but networks fighting over the contracts to doing this, right? They're, they're literally fighting over it to, to broadcast the NFL or broadcast the NHL or broadcast the NBA. But in, in CFL, it's like, okay, who wants to do this? Well, now nah, I'm not interested. 
Man, uh, I'll get it, but I'm only paying this for it. It, it It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's like your red-haired stepsister. You keep her in the closet and bring her out for parties. Did I say that one out loud? Did you hear it? Yeah, and you just yeah. you just offended me because I have three red-headed sisters. <laughs> okay, so anyhow, um, it's just you're you're right, Charles. That if any, this happened to any other league, they'd be screaming. But they also have the ability and the power and the and the, to to for something to happen. Yeah. The CFL has to just bend over and take it. Yeah. Because you know that what's their choice? If TSN walks away from their contract, who's going to take the CFL? True. You know it. it, it it's one of those things. Oh, okay. Well, this is our last resort sort of thing. I mean, Sparky came out with an interesting thing the other, or not the other day, but at least a year ago now, is that in New Zealand and the rugby league in New Zealand, New Zealand has about the same population, rugby Mm -hmm. has about the same popularity, and their contract is like $300 million a year for the Mm -hmm. same type of viewership and TSN is, is bitching that it's 50, $50 million that they have to put out. And this New Zealand station is like six times that amount. Yeah. And, and, and they're falling over themselves to get it. it it's just, why does, why does this league put up with it? And quite honestly, I don't know. Because they have to. Because they have to, because there's so much other content available to TSN, cheaper. Mm -hmm. Oh, gee, we're down to 30 seconds. Oh, shit, we are. So let's talk CFL podcast episode number 528. Christopher Jones saying goodnight. Charles, say goodnight. Goodnight, folks. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Sorry about that, guys. William, say goodnight. Good night, folks. Go, Ottawa, go. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.